Howdy, 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 sis. Let's chat. Oh my gosh, I am super excited. This is literally my first podcast that I'm ever doing, but I'm so excited to have you on my team. OMG. So I just want to let you know a little bit about this podcast. Um, this is for women. Men, y'all can listen to, um, I guess y'all can learn something. I, I mean, there's always something to be learned in the world. But this podcast is really for women because I want women to know that whatever age you are, there's always growth, there's always opportunity, and there's always someone that's in your corner that's probably going through the same thing that you're going through or has experienced the same thing that you're currently going through. So this is just a safe zone, a podcast where we'll talk about just real life situations. I mean, insecurities, doubt. Um, self-worth, how to buy a car, 401k, like we're going to talk about everything. But with that, I do want to let you all know up front that I am a believer in Christ. I'm a Christian, um, which means that all of my podcasts will have um, a biblical foundation to it. I will always tie it to um, the Lord's word so that we can be rooted and firm and go out and just disciple other young women. I think that's what we are absolutely called to do. We make impact and that's what we're going to do with this podcast as well. This is going to be a positive community. So um, kudos to us. Yay. This is so exciting. So I'm not going to sit here in front either and tell you that every Tuesday there's going to be a new podcast that I'm going to post. Um, and wrong. Okay. I'm a teacher. I have a busy schedule, so I'm going to do my best to post podcasts, um, probably bi-weekly. However, I'm not going to make promises that I can't keep. But when there is a new podcast, I will let you all know. That is a promise that I can keep. When there is a new podcast, I will let you know. <laughs> so we are just going to be authentic in this podcast. I mean, I'm as authentic as I can be. I'm literally sitting on my floor with my microphone, computer, and my cell phone and my Bible. Um, that's as authentic as I can get. And I promise to be transparent with you all. So we're going to go ahead and dive into our first topic for today, which is going to be over identity, insecurity, and intentions. All three of those topics actually go hand in hand. And so when we talk about identity, I really want you to focus on like your name and what you are choosing to answer to. When we talk about insecurity, I want you to focus on more so of self-doubt or feeling shaky in some areas. And then intention kind of relates to our purpose or our aim. What is our purpose or our aim in life? So some things that we'll be able to answer like by the end of this podcast, which won't be long at all, is number one, how do I know what my true identity is? Number two, how do I overcome my insecurities? And number three, how can I have positive intentions as a woman? So our first story that we're actually going to talk about is one of my favorite stories in the Bible, OMG. It is the story that comes from John chapter eight, when we're talking about the woman who was caught in the act of adultery. Dum, dum, dum. 
<laughs> so I love this story for so many reasons because number one, her identity was like never ever revealed. We don't know what this lady's name is. You can name her Tyra. You can name her Emily. <laughs> you can name her Elizabeth, Rebecca. I don't care. But her identity is never revealed. And we're actually going to see why in a little bit. So I love this story because, and if you don't know this story, I'm just going to give you like the short version, aka the hood version, Deidre's version. So basically it was a lot of like smart people and we call these smart people, the Pharisees, and they really get on my nerves in the Bible because they think they know everything. And everybody has that one person in your group who just thinks they know everything and you like, bruh, just like shut up like <laughs> we sitting here talking about ice cream and you want to talk about like all the constellations in the sky like nobody cares so anyway <laughs> that's that's how I view the Pharisees so they're all talking to Jesus they cooling out blah 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 whatever whatever and then there's a group of people who bring this woman like they they are literally dragging this woman out in in the public and they're just like probably calling her all types of names like uh-uh you crazy you uh blah 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 and they're like no nah, she was caught in the act of adultery what you gonna do with her Jesus so you know Jesus being the dope person he is um he doesn't do anything about it you know he starts drawing in the dirt and taking his time and people are looking at him like what in the world is like wrong with this dude that's what I love about Jesus he knows how to distract our enemies hello but anyway, so after he's doing all that and everything, he's like, you know what, since y'all want to drag her out and pretend like y'all are all perfect, like he who is without sin, if you're without sin, go ahead and throw the stone at her. Um, y'all can go ahead and stone her if you want to, but I, I just need somebody who's without sin to pick up the first rock and throw it. And everybody's looking at each other like, dang, now that he put it in perspective, like we're all in sin. And so they all, you know, just start scattering one by one. You know, they leave the chick alone. And so now it's just Jesus and homegirl and they're talking and everything. And I can only imagine the hurt that this woman is feeling on the inside because she was probably drugged in the middle of this crowd, probably naked, probably with like a towel or a robe or, you know, um, a sheet or something around her. Like she's humiliated. Um, and that's not excusing her sin, but it's the fact that like, wow, we humiliated another human being thinking that that's okay. Um, so it's Jesus and her talking and he's just like, you know, sis, is there anybody around you who is condemning you? Like who's about to kill you? Who's about to like, just shun you. And she looks around and she's like, no, there's no one. And Jesus makes it clear. He's like, well, sis, like today, I don't condemn you either. I want you to literally go and be free, be free. Do not sin anymore. And I love that story so much because it just helps us to see that like her identity was never revealed at the beginning of the story, but what her identity was at the end of the story was what Jesus did for her when he set her free that freedom became her identity and that's what she chose to answer to in that state so that's what we're actually going to talk about today is just like insecurities and identity and her intentions you know our intentions as women so dude I teach fourth grade and I see automatically like 
there are some students who have low self-esteem, who have low confidence, who really don't believe in themselves. And I try to pour into them daily, just like I try to pour into women daily where I'm like, dude, if we really knew the power that we had, if we really knew the Lord who we serve, how big he is and how great he is, then we would understand how much power we have to impact others, to encourage ourselves, to get up when we've fallen short, to get up when we've made mistakes and to say, you know what, Jesus doesn't condemn me. So I'm not going to condemn myself, nor am I going to let other people condemn me. That right there, oh my gosh, it just blows my mind. Um, There's this story about <laughs> this dude named Zacchaeus in the Bible. And I like it because it, it kind of brings out like the playful side in me. Um, if you don't know me on a personal level, then you probably won't know that like I'm a jokester and I play around a lot with like everybody. I love cracking jokes. That's just who I am. But the story of Zacchaeus, it's in Luke chapter 18. And I like it because number one, it makes me want to give him a fake nickname. I, I really just want to call him Zack Zack. And then when I call him Zack Zack, it reminds me of Jack Jack in The Incredibles. And then when I think of Jack Jack in The Incredibles, I think of like this wee little guy, this little bitty baby, you know, who has like little man syndrome, who wants to like beat people up and blow fire and lasers on people. And that's exactly what Zacchaeus was. So we're going to take a look at Zacchaeus's identity, his intentions, and his insecurities as well. We're going to compare it with the adulterous woman and then to uh, ourselves. Oh my gosh. That's another thing. I would be so authentic. If I mess up on words, don't even mind me because I'm just going to keep going. I don't even care. So... Zacchaeus, um, his identity was actually revealed in Luke and he was like labeled as this rich guy. He's the chief tax collector and then he's short. So I kind of picture him either looking like Jack Jack or Kevin Hart. I don't know <laughs> whichever one is which, but it's whatever, you know, they're, they're just little people and there's nothing wrong with little people at all. But um, his identity, when it's revealed, it just helps me to understand more so of like his personality traits when we talk about some of the things that he has done. So the important thing about Zacchaeus is that he couldn't see Jesus. Like Jesus was in town. He's like, oh, I'm going on vacation. Cool. And Zacchaeus is like, I want to see this Jesus person that everybody's talking about. But he couldn't because he was little, you know. And so he climbs up this tree, a sycamore tree, um, and he's trying to see Jesus come into town and whatnot. And Jesus sees him and he's like, hey, yo, Zacchaeus, Zach, Zach, come on down this tree, boy. And so Zacchaeus comes down and Jesus flat out tells him, he's like, yo, today um, I'm, I'm staying at your house. And Zacchaeus is like, what? You staying with me? Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Like, what are we going to eat for dinner? Like, we're going to stay up. We're going to talk and we just like going to watch movies. We're going to chill. We're going to kick it. This is going to be tight. Okay, so that happens. But the verse that really blew my mind, OMG, the verse that really blew my mind was verse seven, because it says all who saw it began to complain. He's going to stay with a sinful man. That blows my mind because sis, I need you to understand that like 
when Jesus chooses you, when he calls you to ministry, when he calls you to talk to other women, when he calls you to impact, you are going to have so many people who are going to be against you. And you've got to know who you are in Christ, what he's called you to do, and you have to be able to stand firm. Your identity in Christ is everything. And that's why it's so important to understand what in the world am I choosing to answer to? Yes, my name may be Rebecca. Yes, my name may be Emily. Yes, my name may be Ashley. But what am I actually choosing to answer to? When people call me out of my name, am I choosing to answer that? Answer to that? Or am I choosing to say, um, no, ma'am, that's not my name. My name is X, Y, and Z. And so that's important to understand because Zacchaeus could have easily 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 said you know what Jesus like I'm a sinful man I'm a tax collector I done cheated so many people out of their money um <laughs> I'm I'm just a bad person like you 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 can't stay with me like I I, I can't let you do that I'm probably gonna rub off on you in a bad way and it, it's just not gonna be good for both of us so let's let's just part ways now while while we're still good but Jesus decided to take residency in his house like he's like no I'm, I'm going with you and it proves to us that when we have a change of heart then our intentions are also going to change I kind of view it as like a mountaintop sis where at the peak of the mountain that's our identity and when we know our identity then we breach into like the corners of the mountain so it's kind of like a triangle at the top is identity and when we know our identity in Christ, then that allows us to be secure in him. That brings our security. But if we don't know our identity in Christ, then that brings our insecurity. So we look at Zacchaeus and verse eight says, but Zacchaeus stood there. He stood there and he says some more things um, to the Lord. But I, I just love this first section where it says he stood there. He didn't run. He didn't walk away. <laughs> he didn't he didn't talk and say like, nah, fam, nah, we ain't gonna do this. He stood there. And that's what I want us to understand today. We have got to stand firm in our identity Yes, Zacchaeus had a past. Yes, you have a past. You had a past. I'm speaking in past tense now. Yes, I had a past. But now we can stand in front of our enemies and say, you know what? Jesus is taking up residency in my heart today. Just like he took residency in Zacchaeus's heart. When you have a changed heart, then your intentions are changed. And when your intentions are in alignment with God's will, that's when we'll see the light shine so bright. But it all starts with us understanding who we are in Christ. Okay, well, off that tangent. <laughs> so you're probably saying like, okay, sis, you've been saying who we are in Christ, who we are in Christ, who we are in Christ. But I don't know who I am in Christ. I'm glad you asked, okay? So Christ says a lot about us. 
um, number one, he says that we're created in his image. He says that in Genesis one, like when Jesus, the Holy Spirit and God are all talking in Genesis one, he's, they say, let us make man in our image. Like that's more than one person present, which means that they are taking a little piece of them and they're putting it all in us I kind of view it as like the Powerpuff Girls and if you also don't know me I'm kind of like a big kid <laughs> I love the Powerpuff Girls and it's like sugar spice and everything nice I kind of view that as like you know the Holy Spirit the Father and the Son all of those things are nice <laughs> it's kind of lame but that's as blunt as I can put it number two like God gave us the right to be called his children through Jesus, like we are automatically his children. And he says that he predestined us to be adopted as his sons and his daughters. And then he also says that we're the body of Christ and we're individual parts of it. And last but not least, like my favorite thing is when he says that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Like when we understand all of these things that God has called us his daughter, God has already predestined us to be his daughter. He's adopted us, that he made us in his image and we're fearfully and wonderfully made. Girl, nobody can touch you flat out. Nobody can touch you. And then when we understand our identity, all of those things explain our identity. So when we understand that, then it brings our security where we feel we feel safe. We feel um, like we can go to Christ with anything. That's when God helps us to understand that he's our strength, like at all times when we're in trouble, when we're feeling good, like he's always our strength. He'll always protect us. And then he will also supply all of our needs. Like all of this stuff is scripture. We don't have any worries at all. When we understand our identity, it literally provides security in our hearts. So to answer like all of those questions that we started out with at the very top, dude, in order to understand what your identity is, it, it really starts with you. It all starts with you. So we need to believe what God's word says about us, like write it down on a sticky note, put it on your mirror. I don't, I don't care what you do. Like I literally had to post it on my mirror almost every day and read them as I was doing my makeup or as I was getting dressed for work because I had set my identity completely down. Like I forgot who I was in Christ and my identity ended up getting wrapped up in different people, different relationships, different friendships. I lost it. But God reminded me of who he always created me to be. Number two, write down what you're choosing to answer to. And then only answer to that name. <laughs> like one thing that I can't stand, like in my past, oh my gosh, I used to be so ratchet, y'all. Don't even judge me, but I used to be super ratchet. And I would like talk to my homegirls and we'd be like, what's up, B? Like we would call each other out of our names and stuff. Oh my gosh. And if my mama is listening to this, she probably gonna be like, child, I'm gonna bust you down right now. <laughs> like flat out bust you down. Like not the song like bust down, you know, but I I'm about to slap you up. But I'm just being real, you know, I used to be super ratchet like that. And we used to call each other out of our names. And now that I look back on that, like it makes my stomach turn because I'm like, dude, 
at that point in my life, I was choosing to answer to something that God did not call me to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's wild. So when I understand it now, I'm like, nah, that's not my name. My name is Deidre. My name is God's daughter. My name is what? Fearfully and wonderfully made. That's, that's who I am. That's my identity. So how in the world can I get over my insecurities? I'm so glad you asked again. Oh my gosh. It all starts with knowing yourself. Girl, nobody knows you better than you. And don't let anybody try to tell you that they know you better than you. Because that's a lie. Flat out a lie. Maybe your parents know you better than you, but that's a different situation. So when you know yourself, then I think it's time for you to be honest with yourself. Not I think. Like, I know it's time for you to be honest with yourself. Be like, yo, man, these are the things that I'm struggling with and I've got to get a grip. I've got to get a grip on it. When you finally have come to the realization of that, it's time to break the silence. A lot of times what leaves us in our bondage with our insecurities is the silence and the isolation portion where we think that I'm the only person going through this, like nobody understands. And I go through that sometimes where I'm like, nobody understands what's going on in my head. I'm gonna just stop going to blah, 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 blah. No, I can't do that. So be honest with yourself and tell the Lord what your insecurities are and where you need him to fill you up. Like he told us in scripture, he'll supply all of our needs, right? So if we read it in scripture and we've put it on our sticky notes, then the next step is believing in our hearts. Like, man, he said he would supply all of my needs. And right now I'm needing him to fill my heart in so many ways. Let him do it. That's his job. He really just wants a relationship with you. He's not asking you to be perfect. He just wants his daughter to be in a relationship with him. And once we establish that relationship, once we're honest with him, then our intentions can change, which leads to a change in our heart. But in order to have a change in our heart, we actually need to know what's in our heart, right? No one knows your heart except you and Jesus. And with that, you'll need to tell the world all your business. But I highly suggest that you find someone or people that you trust where you can just talk to them like, hey, sis, I'm really struggling in this area. These are my intentions right now. Um, I don't know if it's in alignment with God's will and have somebody who will really support you through the process, but also love you gracefully um, and mercifully through the process as well. And once you do that, also ask Christ to reveal the intentions that you have in your heart. Reveal them. Have him to reveal them to you and make sure that they're in alignment with his will. So to close, because um, right now I'm at like 22 minutes and I don't I don't talk long at, at the max. I'll be at 25 minutes um, every podcast. But to close, I just want to let you guys know, like, even though Zacchaeus went through um, the identity portion, the insecurity portion, um, you know, the questioning. Um, and then he had a change in his intentions. And so did the woman caught in the act of adultery. One thing that I want you to know is that it's important to stand firm and to know exactly who you are. Um, I've gone through moments in my life where 
I have looked to women for guidance um, and counseling and mentoring and different things of that nature. And just like Zacchaeus experience, when God has called you to something, a lot of times people want to ask questions like, why is God using them? Why has God called them? And it leads to some insecurities, you know, so I'll be honest with you. I'm an insecurity that I have is success. I'm literally afraid of success because when I experience success, um, a lot of people distance themselves from me and it's the people who I actually want and need close to me where I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I really need your wisdom right now. Um, and I've just experienced that with like older women where they'll think that like I'm, I'm trying to take um, something from them or just, I don't know, like, oh, this little girl, you know, she she's getting this good job at the age of 24. Um, she's, she's going to try to take my position next. You know what I'm saying? When it's really like, no, God has called me and he's placed you in my life for a reason. And I really would appreciate your guidance and help right now. So, um, I experienced what Zacchaeus went through where God has called you to do something and you know for a fact that like people are going to start throwing those rocks, chucking those rocks at you and asking God questions like you really going to stay with a sinner. But sis, I would encourage you to literally stay strong, know your identity, stand there like Zacchaeus did and let God work through you. When you know who you are in Christ, when you know what he has called you to do, then you can be secure in his word. And when you're secure in his word, then your intentions, your purpose will be positive and you'll be able to impact people everywhere you go. That's the goal of this podcast. This is our first episode. I'm going to go ahead and shut up so that I can eat a popsicle and relax on this Saturday. So I love y'all. Thank you for joining in in the Howdy Sis chat and we will chat, chat, chat it up next time. Bye.